The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by the barbecue broker. My dude. What's up, homie? How are you? Nervous. You, you're a wimp. You were curled up in the fetal position driving the truck. <laughs> now you're just talking shit. Huge today. What'd you cook did, this did, week? Nothing. What'd you cook? Nothing. Good. Let's get to Let's it. Let's get to it. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by Uncle Steve's Shake. Yo, you ever wonder why no one's coming to your barbecues, but they're lining up at Johnny's because Johnny's using Uncle Steve's Shake, and apparently you're not, which means one thing, Chrissy. You better get your some. Damn straight you do. Uncle Steve's Shake is handmade, uses only the finest ingredients, and comes in 12 amazing flavors. If you can eat it, Uncle Steve has a shake for it. If you have any shake questions, Uncle Steve has fantastic customer service. They'll walk you through all your shake needs. It's time to take your backyard game and competition game to that next level with Uncle Steve's Shake. Shake someone, everything. Chrissy, no teleprompter. I told you. I yeah, don't you're need done one. with that. You always make fun of me when I'm not here. No teleprompter. Just Are you done? Throw that out there. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get through this. Today also <laughs> brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether you're barbecuing or not, we always keep the smoke rolling thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today we are smoking the United Cigar Firecracker. Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com, we get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. Mm-hmm. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. And today also brought to you by... Backline Fabrication and Backline Smokers out of Austin, Texas. Mr. Ryan Newland just banging out some of the finest one-off custom pits, live fire devices. I mean, this guy takes things in your conversation that you guys have talked about, incorporates your ideas and things that you wouldn't even imagine into his build, you're not going to see one pit come out the same. They're all different, and the possibilities are endless. Check out Ryan Newland, Backline Fabrication in Austin, Texas, backlinefabrication.com. And this episode also brought to you by one of our newest members to the family, Magna Chef and Magna Chef Gloves. Mm-hmm. Well, I, got the, I got the bruise going. I got the black and blue going on today. Okay. But... Our, our brother Alan Fonte oh, of Magna Chef mm-hmm. knows a little something about fire protection and fire prevention. He's a Miami-Dade firefighter mm-hmm. who came up with these designed soup to nuts, these gloves. These gloves are incredible. Yep. Some of the, you know, the silicone-type gloves you had, they're hit or miss. Slippery, all the Not these. The design is flawless. Made of food-grade silicone. Patented magnetic clips for easy on and off. Mm-hmm. Your glove don't go nowhere. You hang them up. Hang them up. Easy right back in, in. And you're good to good to good to go. Yep. Heat rated up to 500 degrees. Web fit for a firm grip. One size fits all if they fit these meat hooks. He's got meat hooks. You're good. And got them. dishwasher safe, but most importantly... America. Made right here in the U.S. of A. America. Yeah. So hit MagnusChef.com. Get yourself a pair of two. One for the backyard. One for the trailer. You know, one for the kitchen. Good for the missus. And like I said before. Promo code. You can wrap briskets in these. They're, they're, they're tight enough where you can still feel the brisket. You don't have to waste a bunch of nitrile gloves you know, on and off. These things will, will do the job, man. And use at checkout, use promo code ROYAL21 for 15% off. So that's Magna Chef, Magna with an E, M A G N E, chef.com. Is it time? It is. The chat is is blowing up right now. Everyone's. Let's Excited. see. What's up, Kevin? Max? What's up, Max? By his uncle Steve, Crawdaddy, C Mac, Crawdaddy, Juke, 
Chrissy's in here. Chrissy's in here. Hi, guys. Hey, Chrissy. William, Daddy Dutch, Gray, what's up? Mike Junior. Faisal, Junior, yep. Jason, what's happening? C-Mac in the house. Jeff. All right. Thanks for coming on, guys. All right. Mm-hmm. Technically, yeah. this gentleman, me in the barbecue world, needs no introduction. Are we getting into the brass tax? But I'm tax? giving him one. Are we getting into the brass tax right now? Oh, hell yeah. We're getting mm, into the brass go. tax, Jack. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. you know this man. You've used his seasons. I'll guarantee most of you have a bottle of something he creates in your pantry, but, in your barbecue trailer mm-hmm. right now, guaranteed. But do you know what he's up to today? But you're going to find out mm-hmm. because long this episode is a long time coming. Ladies and gentlemen, world champion. YouTube personality, rub, sauce, injection, wing dust, manufacture, all the above, goes by one name and one name only. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from Cosmo Q, Cosmo. My dude. <laughs> what's up, brother? I love it, man. Ah, ah, ah. How do you do? Right? What's up, brother? Thank you so <laughs> oh, much man. for taking some time to join us, man. Hey, well, thanks for having me, man. I love your energy. Absolutely <laughs> freaking love it, man. Absolutely love it. Long time. It's been a long time. Long time. It, it, like I said, it, it, this is truly an honor. You know, um, been using your stuff a long time. Um, and I, like we were speaking before we were on air, how this show all came about. We were sitting at our friend Chris's house. And we were talking about rubs when Facebook Live was a brand new thing. And everyone's like, a couple days later, what the hell was that on Facebook? And it was entertaining. And we're like, all right, you know, let me start a podcast and check it out, check it out. But those ribs we were cooking Mm -hmm. was with, oddly enough, was with your product. (laughs) Your rubs in in one of the rib glazes. I believe it was the cherry. Cherry apple habanero is the shit. It's yeah, awesome. But so, so it all right kind of comes full circle here, mm-hmm. you know. But, but like I said, first off, thank you. It's an honor to speak with you. But let's get right down to it because, you know, we only got this, this, this time goes quick and, goes and we have a lot to cover. <laughs> so first and foremost, who is Cosmo? Oh, man. You have to ask I, don't know, I, I don't know if we got 45 minutes to cover all that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's so funny when I was growing up. Where I come from, everybody's got a nickname. Everybody. I mean, everybody. Cheese bag, taco, God rest his soul. Uh, and my nickname was given to me because my last name, nobody could pronounce it, Cosravi. So they just called me Cosmo. Or Cos for short. Or, yeah. you know, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it finally landed on Cosmo and uh funny story. I was, uh, um, this is back. Uh, this is back before YouTube, before Facebook, uh, before all that stuff. Uh, we had uh, a couple barbecue forums and one of them was, uh, um, barbecue brethren. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, Everybody, everybody said Q. What are you queuing this week? You know, so I said, like, "Well, shit." Well, I'll just call it Cosmos Q. And you know, that kind of rode with that. But that when I first started going into business, well, accidentally went into business. Uh, one of the co-packers I was dealing with, they said, "Well, what's your, uh, you know, what's your, what's your business name?" And I didn't have a business. I was lying out my ass. I was telling them all kinds of shit. And uh, I, I said, uh, Cosmos Q? <laughs> like, you don't know? And it, ever since then, it stuck. So we uh, we incorporated at the time. We've switched since switched to uh, Cosmos Q LLC. And so the story goes on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, let's see who else is gray. Oh, Brittany's in the chat. Brittany, thank you so much. I owe you one way, shape, or form for this. (laughs) But I talked you up good to the boss. Uncle Steve, what's up? (laughs) Daddy Dutch. What's up, guys? So what made you go into the rubbing the seasons? 
way of it. You know, I know you, you I've heard, I actually, yeah, we'll start with that, then we'll get into the, the, the steak competition story, because that's, that, that's funny as hell. <laughs> oh shit! Well, you know, uh, when I was when I first started competing, I, I believe it, I, I still can't remember. I have the pictures out here, but I don't know if it was two thousand and four or two thousand and six. Um, I I started going to the the grocery store in Oklahoma. You you got Walmart, you know, so mm-hmm. started going to Walmart, and everything on the shelf was just absolute shit. And I was like, golly. So, and like I said, back then there was no YouTube. You couldn't go, you know, mm-hmm. look for a recipe. And no one in the competition circuit would say shit to anybody. Now, I mean, there was no secrets. Mm-hmm. They would share absolutely nothing. And so I just started making my own rubs. And shortly, you know, uh, started having some luck with it. And uh, somebody said, hey, man, can I, can I buy some of that? And, you know, I'm... I'm the guy that I don't see no to shit, you know, especially when it comes to making money. I was like, hell yeah, man. So I started making up some rubs and then, you know, I, you know, I'd pass them out. So I'd, they, they would, I'd take them to competition. They'd buy a pound here, a pound there. Then I started shipping them. Um, but as my daughter, one of my daughters at the time, uh, told her second grade class, my dad, for you know what does your dad do day uh my dad ships weight she told the class that my dad uh, bags that powder and sends it to his friends all over the united states <laughs> i see that coming a mile away <laughs> yeah. oh so needless to say you got called into the principal's office shortly after that <laughs> But you're funny. The, the principal was about to call me, but I was lucky enough. My wife was a school teacher at the time and she taught at that school and oh. they called her into the office and they was like, Hey, just, you, we, we know what your husband does, but your daughter's <laughs> delivering a different message. <laughs> Put some context behind that. As long as it doesn't look like a flower, I think we're in good shape. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. My dad's a pharmaceutical sales rep. Yeah, right? <laughs> Independent. Independent. <laughs> he, works, he works from home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Dude, goodness, goodness. So where did you do most of your competing? Was it, did you, I mean, because you do mostly in Oklahoma. Did you go to Texas? Uh, Was it, you know, IBC? Mostly in in the early days, it was mostly Oklahoma and Kansas. And then we started migrating out to uh, New Mexico, Colorado, uh, Missouri, Arkansas, Texas. Mm -hmm. Um, So we kind of kept pretty close i always liked to you know because back then when i was doing it i still had a full-time job uh in the hasways industry so i'd have to you know on a saturday after the competition i you know i was always trying to make it home within you know five six seven eight hours Mm -hmm. because i had to go back to work monday and i always like to have a day just to calm down and you know clean up all the bullshit that i created and you know (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. So you used to travel around with a, you used to have a food, you had left that job uh, from, I think from, uh, I've seen in one of your previous videos and then you started the food truck In that yeah. food truck, you are, you doubled as a, as a comp trailer, I think you said, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I used my food truck as a comp trailer. And so when I left that job, I started uh, running the food truck and then shipping out, you know, the Cosmo seasoning. Yep. Um, at the, at the time, uh, it wasn't Cosmo's. It wasn't, I mean, it, it was big by those standards, but it wasn't, it dang sure wasn't where it is today. So I was like, hell, I got extra time. Might as well sling some Q, you know? Mm-hmm. So I did that. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then I looked up one day and I was like, holy shit, this is making up about 80% of my work, but only about 20% of the revenue. This, you know, yeah. it didn't take me long to figure out this bullshit. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot, a lot easier ways to make money than that. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So I sold that damn thing. Yeah, there's a kind of different setups for uh, for two. I mean, for a food truck and for a comp trailer, different different setups you have. I think in there for you know equipment and kind of top space. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, that, the comp trailer scene now has definitely come a long way since when I first started. When I first started, who had the nicest tent? Yeah, yeah. You know. And back then you only got a 10 by 10 spot. So mm-hmm, you got mm-hmm. a 10 by 10 tent and then all your bullshit went in under that tent. Yeah. 
what's uh, what would you say your favorite um, smoker or or vessel when you're you're going and you're doing like the four meats? What do you, do you use a different uh, smoker for for different meats? Do you kind of have like a you roll around with a jambo or something? Or I seen your carpet. Well, you you one of your older videos. You were rearranging your backyard. <laughs> And you were trying to drag that compit around. You're yeah. Like, this thing is freaking heavy. It's heavier than it looks. <laughs> Had the big, you know, off-road tires on it. He's trying to get it up onto the from the grass onto it's gonna the cement. It's going to fit from here <laughs> to here. Yeah. <laughs> you put that here under this so it's covered. Yeah. But what what do you what do you what do you, what do you, what do you I mean, did it, has it changed from the earlier days to what you're using or what Oh, oh yeah, 100%. In yeah. the early days, I uh I used the, uh, what we would dub as the Tin Man. Um, it was a, a cooker that uh, a town here in Oklahoma, they made their FFA department made. And uh, I used that for the first, I don't know, four, five, six, eight comps. And then uh, from there, I moved over to WSMs and uh, a Weber kettle. So that, that, that was in the early days. Yep. Um, and that was, that was long. I don't even, I don't, I don't even think Jambo was selling pits. Then. Probably and not even if then. they, even if they was, I couldn't have bought one anyway yep. back then. But nowadays I don't compete that much. Um, I just, I, I had a, a, a mind shift. I was at a comp and it, th- so you, back in the day when you went to a comp, it used to be like two, three, four hundred bucks. That's still a lot of money, yeah. you know. And then it went from went from that to like a thousand dollars, and then it went to like fifteen hundred. I was sitting there at a comp after I busted my ass all weekend. I was like, "Holy shit, man! What would happen if I took fifteen hundred dollars and didn't compete? Because I was competing every weekend. Every weekend I could, you know. That's what six thousand dollars a month. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. What would happen? What would happen if I took that money, took like five hundred people, and then did some did some Facebook advertising, right? And kaboom, it blew up. It that blew it. up big time, especially with those old algorithms, man. Oh yeah, oh, oh, I, I missed them. Oh I run, man, I'd run your ass down anyway, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, um, that's fantastic. But with um, with speaking of the competitions. That's how a, a certain competition is how you indirectly got into the stake and then later became stake world champion, in which yeah, is a complete, funny story. Complete accident. Because they wouldn't let you compete. Yep, they wouldn't. They wouldn't let me compete. Wait, what do you mean? It's your story, brother. So, so <laughs> what does he mean, Cosmo? What does he mean? So, I was. Uh, they used to say, "Well, we have you know, we have." Uh, 40 spots for teams. Well, and I was, I was hitting them up like, Hey man, did somebody, cause somebody always drops out, right? Shit always happens on a, on a, on a Thursday night or Friday morning and somebody can't make it. So I was like, Hey man, let's load up and go. No one, like no one that when we get there, they're going to say, Oh no, no, no. Come on in. Well, shit, we got there. They said, they, they said, you can pound rocks, buddy. Uh, so me and my buddy Country John, he was he was uh, cooking with me. We sitting there, and he's like, "Man, there's a steak competition right down the road. Let's go to that." And I was like, "All right, let's go. We're already loaded up. The beer's cold. You know, ain't no sense in going back home and drinking." So <laughs> we drove on down the street to uh, a steak competition, and I remember pulling up, and I was like, "Hey, man, it, it, this was on a Friday, Friday afternoon." And I was like, "Hey, man, are you sure there's a steak competition?" He's like, it "Says it right here." Says it's right here, so it was. It was actually in a Votech parking lot, and so we was like, "Screw it!" We pitched tent. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, I had a a, a little um, a little bitty RV. I can't remember the name of those, but you know, it just a little bitty a uh, little bitty toy hauler. So we pitched tent at that Votech parking lot, and there wasn't a soul. wasn't a soul around on Friday at six o'clock at night and we so he's like screw it well you know so we sat there and drank beer in the parking lot till till we passed out later that night and sure enough we woke up in the morning there's no one there and i'm like 
I, by this time I'm knee deep in country John because he, you know, <laughs> I, and he said, man, I swear like the paper says it's here. So the paper. about the paper. about eight, about eight <laughs> o'clock that morning. Oh my gosh. It, it, everybody just started raining in and like the parking lot filled up in like 36 minutes. And I was like, okay. So, and then all of a sudden uh, there was Dustin and Joe, they were world champions. They parked over. And so, you know me, man, I'm like, Hey man, I'm just going to go ask these guys. Hey, we don't know what we're doing with the first, this is the first time we ever done this. And they're like, are you Cosmo? I said, yeah. And they're like, what the hell are you doing here? I was like, I don't know. Ask you <laughs> <laughs> so they were, they were very helpful. They taught us. I mean, we got the absolute dog shit kicked out of us. Um, and after tasting one of their steaks, I was like, oh my gosh, like these guys are taking it like, you know, to the next level. And all of a sudden, you know, me and John were hooked. And next thing you know, he's like, you know, F barbecue, let's go cook steak competitions. So that year, this is about halfway through the barbecue season. We, we finished out the rest of the season. We still did some barbecue events, but we cook like, I, I want to say like, 18 state competitions and because i loved it you can throw your shit in the back of it's the truck quick. and just drive up there really quick you don't have to do it all night it's a hell of a lot cheaper your same oh, day in and, same day in and out yeah. you don't have to you know sleep out overnight or, well you did that night specifically but you don't typically have to sleep overnight and you just Correct, roll, yeah. roll in dude i'll tell you right now i did my first uh kcbs with with my boys uh this past year and and on saturday was the uh, was the sga mm-hmm. it was yaw steak video you did with the hasty bake we <laughs> yeah. did it we did it that we did it that same way duck fat boom turn it boom flip it scrape it flip it i mean it was like it was like we, everyone had a job you know and it was like a pit stop and at a, at a race or something it's like yeah yeah and um <laughs> dude that was our first comp ever for anything for any barbecue and i mean we took 13th out of 25. Hey, first time. Oh, that's good. That's we didn't, good, you know, we, we beat some dudes that rolled in from like Jersey just for the, just from Jersey to New Hampshire just for the day. We beat a couple of those guys and it was like, it was a pretty good feeling. And I was like, Cosmo. Going up, also going up against the, uh, an American Royal and Jack Daniels winner, Billy Gillespie. Billy Gillespie from Smoking yep. Hogs, you yep. know? Yep, yep. You know, you were, you were in some, co- some company. Yeah, yeah, you know, but <laughs> yeah, we were in some company actually, um, but uh, no, that was a it was a great video. So um, yeah, that helped a lot. Helped yeah. a lot. Well, thank you, man. Yeah, absolutely. So all right, so while we're talking about the videos, because mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to the the seasonings and all that in just a minute. You know, what made you start doing the YouTube? You know, because I've been watching f- for a, a, a while now, and then you know, I was devastated about. Oh, I can't. I don't even remember how, but the uh, the I quit video. I was like, uh, "Oh my god, what am I gonna watch?" <laughs> you know, you know, because because you had you you found I think that niche of yeah. the time of a video, and then you're just you know your energy in the videos it, in the time it just worked perfect. But what made you start doing the YouTube video? Well, you know, that's a great question. The one thing I realized, I think, early on, and I think it's part of our success, uh, and and even to this day, we still don't have it mastered, and we still try, is there was such a disconnect between the backyard cook and the competition cook. And I was like, holy shit, man, If you know, the education is missing. So if we could just educate people how we use our products and make it fun you know, just like we're hanging out in the backyard drinking beer, that might work. So, and you know, I was like, "Screw it, let's do it." So, that's what we did, and it was it was painful. I don't know if anybody's ever shot a video. It's man. hard. It's, oh yeah, the editing alone is brutal. John, does, oh, does, John doesn't really know. I editing fi- I film to edit. You know, <laughs> so I'll film and just piece it all together, and it's you know, hey, I'll be back in a minute. Click next clip. And they all splice together I, on my I, channel. I but. do the opposite, which I don't think I don't even know what's correct. But I, I film in in segments, thinking of the editing in my head. Yeah. 
And that really doesn't work either. So. <laughs> and, 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 when you, and when you do that, so you assume the role of cook and producer and director. Brutal. And often in the, in the early ones, I found that I would leave a lot of critical information out. Mm. And then it, it hit me. I was like, oh, because people would say, well, you didn't say that. So I, that's when I would always say, you know, hey, watch this video twice. Watch it one time with the audio on. And then one time with the audio completely off and just watch what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times, the te- like the, the shit that I know, I assume everybody knows it. And that's not the case, mm-hmm. you know. So there's a lot of things I say or the, a lot of things I do that I don't say. And that's where, you know, uh, when we released our DVDs early on, I think we was a, we was the first people to ever do that uh, competition DVD series. Um, that was a selling point for us because we could say, "Hey, man, you can pause, fast forward, and rewind." Because when you go to a competition class live, you're at the you know, you're at the uh, uh, mercy of the actual notes you took, and that's all you got. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you find somebody cool like Travis Clark, you know. That will you can you can message him later and he'll he'll fill these you know fill these gaps in for you yeah um, but that's what we say hey man pause fast forward and rewind let's do this and it it, it I knew they finally landed I got our uh, reserve grand champion down in Texas and the guy that got grand champion we were sitting up there getting pictures and you know had our arms around each other and you know all the posing bullshit and. Uh, he leaned over. He goes, man, I got to thank you for those DVDs. I used everything you did in that DVD. Ah. And, and I just beat your ass with it. <laughs> That's funny, actually. Well, hey, at least you know your stuff works, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Prove no, it. it. Yeah, it does work. Did he man. use your I seasonings? I don't care what anybody says. I, he... I think I, I can't say it. I, I joke with our uh, with our team. I'm going to change our uh, uh, our. Tag sign from it just wins to Cosmos. We fixed the effed up barbecue. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you how how did you come up with it just wins? Was that just oh, that's a great story. I, I remember when I came out with our injections, mm-hmm. and I went to a competition, and this is when I realized that the barbecue community could turn on you in a dime. I went to that competition. And the only one that would speak to me there was Donnie Teal and Scott Key. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm talking, there's 50 teams here and no one would talk to me because I came out with an injection. <laughs> and, oh man, I like when, I don't know if any, if you've ever had that feeling like the entire mob turns against you. Like I, it, it it, I mean, it put me into a depression. Just because yeah. of the injection? It, 100% because of the injection. Well, right, because people weren't injecting or because there was a specific one that they used and then you came out with one. Exactly. Well, who are you to Bingo. come out with injection? Who, who are you to, you know, do this? And I was just like, my gosh, I thought we lived in America, man. You like, know? like they invented and, phosphates or yeah. something. But... <laughs> At the time, I was it's funny you mentioned that. I was bagging up little baggies of ejection, <laughs> <laughs> and I was passing out eight balls to everybody at the competition. <laughs> and you know, no one, everybody would say, you know, oh, thanks, you know, or something, you know, uh, you know. And I remember one of the one of the guys that wasn't at the competition, and he's a good friend of mine. He told me, he said, "Man, I'm going to tell you, a lot of those guys dump your injection on the ground." And said F Cosmo. Oh my God. And I was just That's what I, I, I was I was devastated. That's mean. And so from that time, man, I just kinda Donnie Teal, I don't know if you know Donnie. Donnie's a yeah. fucking monster, excuse my language, in this universe. And uh I said, shit. So I just stood in the back of the when they would do awards, I'd stand in the back with Donnie. And Donnie stands in the way back. And Donnie doesn't stand around people either. He doesn't like anybody to be around him, but he would let me stand by him, you know. Probably felt sorry for my goofy ass, but, you know, <laughs> Donnie's a great guy. Um, 
and it hit me. I was like, oh my gosh. Like I, I went to a comp, you know, got two calls. Then I got, you know, the next one I got three calls and then four calls. And then, you know, grand champion, reserve grand champion, you know, third or whatever. And it hit me. I was sitting there. I was like, you know what? And, and this is just, this is the, the, the spite in me. I said, I'm going to put on the back of my shirt. It just wins. So all these some bitches can see me walking up there. Yep. Ah. And, and, and at the time, hashtags just came out on Twitter. They mm-hmm. weren't even on Facebook yet. Yep. yep. So I, I put hashtag it just wins. Mm-hmm. And I'd walk my slow ass all the way to the front. And, <laughs> and, you know, and that's obviously that's not me now. I'm not one of those guys, but, you know, I needed to. You had to prove a know, point. Yeah. You, you had to prove a point at the time. Yeah. It was necessary. Yeah. It was a necessary evil. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's where it just wins came from. And that was a big oh, Rome. That awesome. was a uh, big Rome question. Big Rome question. Nice. He called nice. me on the way and he goes, make sure you ask him how he came up with hashtag it just wins. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's exactly how. We had yeah. questions before we even started the show. Yeah. And we had <laughs> Kyle, what's up? Big Kano's in the house. I believe gotten it. What's Kurt up, Kyle? Special is that's in the it. house. Chris, Alex, brother CJ. Which you know, My CJ, CJ. Yeah, CJ, because you guys CJ. did that episode. That was the actually first time I, you know, other than your videos, like heard you in a. Um, what the hell are we doing? Pleur, talk. It's a show. A show. Show form um, <laughs> on his on his hot seat when you guys were at the the YouTube yep. convention. Yep. It was you, CJ, um, Justin from Babyback Maniac, and Greg from yep. Ballistic Barbecue. You know, yep. that, that was a great conversation that night. Um, <clears throat> but getting into your seasonings and everything, mm-hmm. you know, there's just too much to – there's not enough time of day to go one by one, but you know. But you have your regular line that pretty mm-hmm. much everybody is familiar with. You know, the SVG, the Dirty Bird, the Cow Cover, you know, the, the Spicy Killer Bee. Mm-hmm. But you also went with a paleo and keto one. Oh, there's a need for it. There's a market for it. Abs- absolutely. But is, is that what it was? Just the, the, the health trend of everybody just steered you in that direction to come out with those? No. Well, actually, it was uh, we would have a lot of people, you know, call and say, hey, man, we want to try your rubs, but we can't have sugar. And, 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 we also get people that say, Hey, we want to try your stuff, but we can't have salt. Um, but I don't, you know, as anybody knows, when you take salt out, like the, 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 the price goes absolutely through the roof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely through the roof. So I was like, Hell, we can take sugar out. And, you know, I don't mind eating healthy because I've tried some of the, you know, the sugar free paleo keto, keto uh, ones. I thought, Man, these taste like shit. Agreed. So I was like, well, shit, I'll make one that doesn't taste like shit. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. So you come up with all the stuff on your own. You're sitting in there just freaking brainstorming. Oh, you, you, got, you, you got a team like, of people helping you. I mean, in the beginning, you were probably like, you know, in the, in the you know, you're just a spice, spice lab just making. But you, you have such a variety of stuff, the glaze and then the sauces. What's the inspiration to move from the rub to the glaze or to do sauces or what inspiration drove you to do certain, certain flavors, I guess. Well, anything stand honestly, out? Honestly, it's, uh, in, I've always felt, you know, like, you know, I was always told, shut up, sit down, you're stupid. You're not going to amount to nothing. And, you know, I just had society, uh, dumb me down from opening my mouth. And I always thought that every time I opened my mouth, I was wrong. And that was, you know, I, I'm wrong a lot. Don't, you know, <laughs> but, you know, you only got to be right once is what I believe. But honestly, like I, sometimes I, I, it's hard for me even to go eat at a restaurant because when people start bragging on shit, you know, I, I get a, this probably makes no sense to anybody, but I get a mental picture in my head and I can taste in my mouth what it's supposed to taste like. Yep. I got you. So when somebody says, Hey, you got to go to this steakhouse, they got the best steak in the world. 
it's this, it's that. And they got these French fries and they got this shit, and, you know, all this mm-hmm. stuff. And then I go and eat there and I'm like, Oh my God, I could fix this in five seconds. Like yeah. I can't believe they're peddling this shit, you know, but you know, they're doing a great at it. I'm, I'm not trying to be, you know, talk crap on anybody, but then I get something in my head. I was sitting in Hattie B's in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, we was at Memphis in May. No, no, wasn't Memphis in May. Where the hell was we at? I was in Tennessee doing some bullshit. But we said, and we went to Hattie B's, and I I tried their hot chicken. I was like, I got I got my buddy on the phone. He's he's a food scientist. I said, Hey man, let's make a Nashville hot wing dust. He goes, Oh my gosh, I never thought of it. And yeah. I was like, Here's what I want to taste like. Da, 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 da. And by the time I got back, I had and I was like, This kills. In my opinion, I'll put that shit against anybody in the hot chicken world. And they, so, you know, to cut it short is I taste it in my head. Mm-hmm. And then I know that this is the path to what I need to do to get there. Our cherry habanero barbecue sauce. It took 18 months to come oh, up with wow. that. Dang. Our uh, uh, cherry apple uh, rib candy. Mm-hmm. It took it that one that one was a little quicker because I understood cherries at the time. It took probably eight months. And you know, and because I want to taste it in my head, I was thinking the best cherry pie you've ever had mm-hmm. with a kick. And you gotta taste the cherry. Gotta taste the cherry. And, That's the hard part. And, and it's I, I it's extremely difficult to drive a cherry taste Mm -hmm. a cherry flavor it's extremely difficult because just putting cherries in there doesn't do it yeah we we use (laughs) so we use like two different mixtures of cherry mash and then we started using some other ingredients uh cherry ingredients that make that that would just pop just explode it and the second i tasted it i was like that's it Right there. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean about that picture in your head that you create before you yeah. go out. Growing up Italian, you know, I've had, you know, some of the best Italian home cooking Italian food growing up. Going out to restaurants to, to eat Italian is has always been difficult for me. Oh, man, I imagine. And I, I imagine. I feel like that with barbecue now that I'm, my palate is more advanced than it was 10 years ago, obviously. Yeah. in it's hard to, at least around here, it's hard to go out for good barbecue in New England as it is. You have your pockets, of, of course. Yeah. yeah, you got the but pockets. you always have that preconceived notion. Like, oh, his brisket was awesome, and they're using a J&R oiler. You know, yeah. get over there, <laughs> and you're going to try it. And, you know, and you get there, and you're like, man, it's, it's all right. Why is it shaved and yeah. served in a boat? The cucumber salad was great, um, yes. you know, but... Uh, Dude, that's awesome. I love I love J and R Oiler. J and R Oiler. What do you think of those? The very first pit I learned to cook on. Really? Really? Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I, I've been I've been scoping the M the M grills lately because I'm thinking mm-hmm. about building out a kit because I own a catering company. The wife and I mm-hmm. are thinking about building out a kitchen, our own catering kitchen. Mm. And right now I run a five hundred stick stick burner, but I'm thinking that might not get approved by the uh local fire station to back that puppy up and cook indoors. So I'm scoping the uh <laughs> the M grills. Those those seem yeah. those seem pretty decent. You you've worked on those at all or no? No, no, I actually haven't. I, I actually owned uh uh a J and R back in the day, mm-hmm. back when I very first started Cosmos. I bought a uh uh the little smoke out or a little little red smokehouse mm-hmm. mine mm-hmm. wasn't red it was black okay uh, I, I can't remember the actual name for it i want to say it's called a little red smokehouse still a, ro- a, ro- uh, a yeah. rotisserie uh, as well no, no no it's not it's a rotisserie but it's a it's a cabinet style okay. cooker it, it's it. still six feet tall and you know three and a half feet wide four feet deep where the heck you did know? you put that thing because those are typically indoors you don't really tow those bad boys around Man, you're not gonna believe my goofy ass. I bought that thing for nothing, and I put that I put that some bitch in my garage, and I completely tore it apart. Oh my completely god! Completely tore it apart, and I would I would hook my truck onto it. It had wheels on it, and pull it out, and then I'd use my truck to push it back in when I was done. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Because those things aren't exactly mobile, typically. No, <laughs> like no, easily movable. They're like, hey, yeah, they're like they're like. Two or three thousand pounds. 
Necessity is the father of innovation. They don't really care. <laughs> those don't really come on casters either. So, you know, <laughs> to get oh, those man. things out. All right. So, you know, we got the comp circuit. We got the rubs and the seasonings mm -hmm. and the YouTube, which the funniest one of your videos I've enjoyed was your biscuits and, and gravy video. Okay. <laughs> now, he breaks out the, 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 Look a tube yep. of breakfast sausages, grilling that up on the grill. Then he breaks out the the tube of Grands, Pillsbury Grands, mm -hmm. and then he just looks at the camera and goes, "I'm gonna stop you right now. I don't want to listen to any of the bullshit." <laughs> he goes, "This is how we're doing it. You were talking camping breakfast, and you Let ain't making no flowers straight out. Of goes, this is how we're doing it. And, oh, that was I, I was sitting there." Howling. I was just laughing so hard. My wife came in the room. What do you have? I go, you need to watch this. Then I got her hooked on, hooked on your videos, too. Um, but you have now moved to somewhat of our realm. Mm -hmm. As of, I believe it was January 4th of this year, you released the first episode of Cosmo Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Unfiltered, yeah. Your own podcast. It was on the tip of my tongue. I was that's, what I mean. that's why we have each other's backs. Thank you. Yeah. So why the podcast route in which the first pre preference of I absolutely love it. You know, I, I listened to the latest one of, you know, the owner's mindset this morning on my way to work. So I'm assuming you drop everything on Tuesday mornings or late Monday evenings. Mm -hmm. Because it was there at five thirty when I hopped in the car. So we, so we, I'll say we have a pretty good idea of, of what it's about. But why don't you tell our audience what the mission and goal is behind? Because it's not family. necessarily barbecue related. Exactly. There'll be some barbecue talk, mm -hmm. but yeah, it, you took a completely left turn here mm -hmm. or right turn, however you want to look at it. Yeah, you know it's it's funny because. Um, uh, I saw some Navy SEALs sitting around a campfire one time and they're just smoking cigars, drinking, telling stories. And that's how I see our community. You know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, what the, you know, if we were, if, if we set, if, if we got 10 people that said, you know, I'll pay $10,000 to hang out with Cosmo. What, you know, and, and, and sit around a fire. And, and I looked at them and I said, ask me anything. Now I'm sure the barbecue questions would come up. But then it would, because that's that's the that's the you know the, the shallow end, right? How do you cook this? How do you cook that? What do you do? This, that, and the other. But I I'm the type of person I want to know how, mm -hmm. you know. I know I know what you do, but I want to know how you do it. And that's when I start talking to people, and they're like, "Oh my god, babe," because you, you know the you know well, uh, I get it's funny. I people call me and say. Hey man, I'm, um, a matter of fact, one happened last night. Guy called me at eight o'clock at night. Hey man, this, I got this going on. What do you think? And next thing you know, I'm sitting there. I feel like, a um, a mentor slash therapist, you know, but all I'm doing is giving, you know, giving my advice wrapped around a, Hey man, you know, the answer, you just got to get to it. And so somebody said, well, you should do a podcast. And we kicked it around for, oh my gosh, probably two years. And it was just, we were growing so fast and I didn't have the time. And now we built a team that surround us. And next thing I know, I'm sitting around with my thumb up my ass and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, let's do a podcast. Mm -hmm. And the podcast is, it's not all about business and it's not all about life. And it's not all about barbecue. It's all about life and living. And if we were sitting around a campfire and you ask me a question, I'm going to give it to you unfiltered. Mm -hmm. You know, anybody that knows me knows that I probably, you know, my wife is a pastor and, uh, uh, you know, I'm a Christian, but I cuss a little bit. So that's kind of where the Cosmo <laughs> unfiltered came yeah. out. Um, but, but, it's like a warning, basically. Uh, it's kind of warning. Yeah. It's like a warning label. But, but I was like, you know, I, you know, I'm, I just turned 50 years old. I've been through some shit in life. You yeah. know, it's just my shit. It's just my story. Everybody's got shit. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started realizing, 
we all have the same, you know, troubles, problems, concerns, uh, all the shit we get into. It's just, you know, how, how do you deal with it? So that's what we deal with on the podcast. It's, it's, you know, it's, you know, very raw, unfiltered, and we're going to talk about what I want to talk about and what I'm feeling or thinking in that moment. And we're not going to candy coat it. It's just going to be straight. And, you know, you just get me up front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, they're, they're absolutely incredible. And, you know, I, w- I went through all of them in pretty, in pretty much pretty much a day because, like I said, I'm a mailman by trade, so I got the earbuds in all day long. But they're, they're only like, you know, 10, 15 minutes maybe, mm-hmm. you know, so they go quick. Mm-hmm. But it's the stories you're telling and the information you're giving is just so captivating. It's, it's, it's incredible. You know, from your, your beginning as a, and what you went through as a child, I, I, I don't, I don't want to tell any stories. I want everyone to go subscribe to the podcast mm-hmm. and give it a listen because it is it's amazing. It's um, amazing is the, the perfect I'm, word I'm, for I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm two and a half in right now, and I'm like, I can't wait to go finish the rest of them. So. You know, you know j- just on the, t- the titles alone, the first one, more than barbecue, second, winning the world championship. Then you get into your three Fs of freedom, family, finances. Then do the hard stuff first. DNA doesn't matter. Uh, biggest enemy is you. Mm-hmm. Um, you give... You give trust, but you, then you earn mistrust. Mm-hmm. Then obviously today's title was, you know, the owner's mindset. But yeah, everybody, give this a listen. You will be, you'll look at things a whole different perspective. Mindset-wise, sure. the si- business, uh, psychology behind it, the mindset, um, and what, the, what, what, what drives you, you know. All these different factors are what what helped you, you know, create, you know, in, in what you yeah. what you've what you've built yeah. today. It's inspiring. So pulling down that curtain and letting everybody in is absolutely amazing, and it's huge. So thanks for doing that, and keep doing it. Well, brother. thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Keep doing that it. That means brother. a lot. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it, uh... Like you said, there's still so there's there's so there's still right, there's so, so much, much more. There's so much more. So, but we're out of time. We're, we're up against it, and I know you're up against it because you had the eye you got. Um, I'm not. I feel bad. Something to do time. afterwards. Because <laughs> he's ready to roll and, the music um, on us. <laughs> but man, Darian, thank you so much. Like I said, this was an absolute honor. This was a blast to speak with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to uh, maybe set something up again later on, a couple months down the road. We'll, Absolutely. you know, check your schedule Absolutely. and get more into it. Mm-hmm. But, man, like I said, thank you so much for taking the time. Absolutely. Um, yeah, this was. We know you're busy, dude. So. This, was, this, this was definitely definitely it. To, you know, you were definitely on the, the top of this list of people in the barbecue world that I would dream of speaking with. See, it was worth sending them an email once a quarter, wasn't it? That's it. Eventually <laughs> someone's going to. But I will say this. Every time. Now, I've, I've been ghosted. By a bunch of people and nothing gets back. But every time, whoever was running the thing always got back to me. That, you know, oh, he's out of town for the next month. He's doing some, uh, you know, demos here or the schedule just doesn't work. You know, it was always a nice email response that acknowledged that I did reach out. We have a, a you know, a scheduling conflict. And, you know, give us a shout back in, you know, a couple months and da, da, da. And then whenever you know, whenever I got the email from Brittany the other day, I'm like, "Oh my God! I go, it's going to happen." So your team exudes <laughs> professionalism, yes. Cosmo. So they they are amazing. Brittany is fantastic. I, there's no way I could do this without her. And actually, she uh, notified me right before this, and she goes. I think you ought to give their listeners a coupon code to the site if they yes, want. Yes, as a oh. matter of fact. I, oh, see, Brittany was wondering that oh, I needed shit. to remember it, and I almost forgot. I actually remembered it earlier <laughs> during the huge. day. But she goes, you know, Cosmo sometimes get distracted. I go, oh, I know how it is. I get distracted, too. <laughs> sure as shit, I got distracted. So, yeah, thank you so much. You have a, a, a promo code for our listeners and viewers. Yeah. 
Yeah, if they use a coupon code podcast in all caps, mm-hmm. they can get 10% off of anything at cosmosq.com. Mm. And if it, you know, if any of your listeners want to check out our podcast, you can find us at cosmounfiltered.com. Um, we have the live video, the blog on there. Uh, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple, all the, all the freaking platforms. Now I don't even know how many there are. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we would love to, uh, be a part of the great things you all are doing. And man, this has been awesome. I've got to say, I've been on some podcasts and this is, (laughs) this is, uh, this was uh, a treat to be on. Dude, so that means so that means the world me. yeah. coming from you. Thank you so much, brother. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be high fiving all the way back to the cause. Right now. <laughs> hold up, with well, us, hold up one second, unless you got to absolutely run because I know you have something afterward at five o'clock. So if you got to leave, you know, feel free. No, no, we'll I, catch I, up. You got me till hold five up, o'clock. Hold up, all right, hold up a minute while we do the outro. Outro, real quick, brother. See, we already started the high five. Already high five. <laughs> we haven't See even got it. off the ass See yet. It. But man, <laughs> oh my god, that was a treat. You know, that was a freaking treat. That was that was absolutely. And I a hope treat. you guys enjoyed the show today. The show. This was a long time coming, and this was an absolute dream of mine, dream of Greg's. The show and a half is what and, I call it. it was a show you know, and a half. Um, yeah. You know, like I said, we all know him. You know, we all have at least one bottle of something he made in our cabinets. I know Chef Johnny is a brand ambassador. Yep. Chef yep. Johnny from Texas Style Barbecue and Cuisine. Yep, yep. Um, you know, I know CJ's on Team Cosmo. Yep, and, yep. You know, just awesome products. Awesome guy. Doesn't forget where he's from. Yep. Always puts that forward. And That's like huge. I'm saying, guys, seriously, go check out on wherever you get the podcast. Go to the Cosmo Unfiltered. Yep. You won't be disappointed in the listen. You're gonna get, you're gonna get a whole new outlook on on different things. Just the way he puts it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But yeah, you guys know where where we're all at. You know that's it for this week. Catch us on wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. Or YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, notification bell. Have all our episodes right there at the fingertips. Find all our social medias listed down below. Facebook use. Um, yeah. You Questions can. or comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, please subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. What's going on next week? As of right now, nothing. We'll figure that out during the week. We usually do. We've got a couple feelers. That's it. But until next week. Until next week. Keep, keep the, the smoke, smoke rolling. rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.